0: Hey, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Miss Speaks Podcast. I am super excited. This is the beginning of season three. It's been a great journey. I thank you guys so much for being here with me, for listening to me, and for just being here. So, like I promised, Um, On this episode, I will be doing a tell-all about my visit to Nigeria. So, that's what this episode is about. But before then, I am going to do a quick recap of last season, mainly just the last episode, really. So, before we do that, let me just go for a quick break and... We will get into today's lovely episode. Alright, I'm back. So, I really want to thank everybody that was with me on season 1 and season 2. I think on the unofficial season finale of season 2 that I did, I said a big thank you to everybody. I think um, Tutu was like the only person I didn't say thank you to because I recorded the episode with her after I did... um, after I did the finale. So I just wanted to say thank you to you two too for joining me. And there's been great feedback. A lot of people talking about a mother's love and all of that good stuff. Um, so about the last episode I did, which was the episode about me ranting about me not being... Oh, about me ranting about me being more than my butt. So... I received a whole lot of feedback from that episode and um, a few people compared it to the story about the girl that um, was on Twitter and complained she was the HR manager. Let me find the tweet and read it and just so that we can all have an idea of what it is. I'm going to put a link to it in the description and then I'll also put a picture of the tweet in on our Twitter and Facebook. So, um, the girl tweeted, she says, I interviewed a job for, a g- <laughs> I, I interviewed a guy for a job yesterday. And when he was leaving, he said to me, you smell nice. And I told him that's very rude of him. He left looking stupid. A lot of men don't have manners. If telling someone they smell nice after an interview is what you would say good for you. So that being said, a lot of people compared me saying that someone said I had a nice ass is similar to this. Now, how I look at it is it's all perspective. It's all how how you see it. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a compliment. What I'm saying is I am more than my ass, number one. Number two, I said I didn't like it. I complained. I said I didn't like it. But somehow, I'm the one with the issues. I'm the one with a mood swing. And it's not that you are being inappropriate, even after I've expressed not being pleased with what you said. So, uh, again, I just feel like it's all perspective. It's how you see it. I didn't like it. Some people love Compliments on their booty. Good for you. Me doesn't work for me. So that's it. I want to thank every single person that listened to that episode, everybody that said something to me, people that found it funny. If you haven't listened, please go listen to it. If you haven't shared it, please share it with somebody. So I'm going to do a new thing that I'm adding to the episode. It's something called real life commentary where I'm going to talk about something that's going on in the news, online, on social media, and just say, you know, just give my views on that. Um, so, I just saw somewhere online something about if you are applying for a U.S. visa, you have to submit five-year social media details. Now, that is, I don't even know, like, it's funny to me because... I'm just thinking about it like, first of all, there are certain people that have, like, multiple social media accounts. So, which one are you supposed to submit? Like, the legit, legit one? Or, you know, <laughs> the one where you used to post all your things and the one you used to stalk your exes and all of that. I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's it just goes back to what, you know, has been going around for everybody saying each and every one of us should just be careful of what you post online. Now everybody is watching. Um, even with jobs, if you're looking for a job, a lot of jobs they look at your social media footprint to see what it is that you post online. see how you are outside of work and all of that. So let's all be careful, especially now with things as applying for a visa, something that you would never expect to have been something that you would ever need your social media account for. but hey, you know, just put it out there. If you do not know, I'll also put a link to the where I saw that so you can read more on it. But it was just funny when I saw it at first, but then it's like, hey, you know, let's all be careful of what we're doing out there. So I will take another break and then we'll get into today's lovely episode. All right. So I went to Nigeria in February. So this is like long overdue. So I was gone for like a little like a month and a half so yeah I had a whole lot of stuff going on but yeah like it was funny fine okay before then I'd been to Nigeria the year before but I was there for like two weeks and before then I hadn't been to Nigeria in three years so the year before was like hmm, I was super excited everything was like yeah I haven't been home in a while but it was short now this one was a longer visit and It was very interesting Like Okay, so Before I even go into this Like, one of the main reasons why I decided to do a tell-all episode Is because, like A lot of people had been reaching me to tell me That Um They need me to, like Do more episodes with storytelling Because, you know I'm a great storyteller I know that Anyways So Um Yeah, I just, like, at first, you know, I prepped this before the whole um, end of season two. But when I did the last week episode, everybody like, oh, my God, homie, hurry up and bring this new season with the tell all. I want to hear all the stories that you have. Now, when I prepped, I didn't really write a lot of stories. So this might be disappointing for you if you're waiting for a story. But I had fun. So I hope that you have fun listening to me tell you about all the fun that I had if that's fun for you. Okay. So um well the first day when I got into Nigeria, so I was feeling like an IJGB. That is, I just got back. You know, I was there, I wore canvas as a will would call it. I had sneakers on, a shirt. It was real hot, but I was dressed for cold because it was still very cold in Atlanta. And um I don't know, actually I got into Lagos and when I was trying to get my stuff out, like every, I just figured that everywhere you turn in Nigeria, everybody wants to collect money from you. Like, for you, you have to pay for your comfort all through. Like, if you want it to be smooth, like if you don't have to wait in line, you just want to do this. I was like, okay, that was good, but that was like the first thing that welcomed me. Like, until let's spend your money. I was like, okay, tell me you're in for it. Everybody's going to spend your money for you. But, you know, it actually wasn't the case. It was actually fun. And I didn't spend my money. So thanks to every single person that hosted me. I love you that I spent your money. Thanks to you. So first thing I did was I had like a full list of things I wanted to eat. And I am so certain that I pissed everybody that I went out with off. And Lord, my sister, I well, was so pissed. you was like... Tell me what is wrong with you? Are you trying to get sold like they are doing like a cow that they are fattening before they kill. Like what is wrong with you? I'm like I want to eat everything, and like the truth is I had a list. Like I wanted to eat roasted yam, boli, or fada, amalang begiri. I wanted the mama put, and what's funny is like I wanted all the street sized food. Like every time I go to a fancy restaurant, I'm like. hmm. No, I have all these ones, Jerry. Everything is there in the U.S. But give me like the roadside, everything right there when the food is right on top of the gutter, and they are serving it right from the cooler. You know that kind of thing. Like I really wanted it like that, but you know they are trying to protect me so that I will not be sick. I like kill me. I want to eat. Let me just eat good food. I pretty much crossed off everything on my list. Like, I ate, like, a cow <laughs> when I was in Nigeria. I had I had fun. Like, when it comes to the food, you know, we have amazing, beautiful food. It was lovely. And I ate a lot of it. And then I saw a street... No, I think I saw, like, five street fights, which was... Like, I was so excited for street fights. Like, I was just being, like, a weirdo. Like, everybody used to be so pissed off with me when I'm in the car and I'm looking around like, you know, in all those movies when they bring someone from the village into the city and then they're looking around trying to see. I kept doing that. And, um, oh yes, I met Tiwa Savage. So I went to Lecky Conservation Center. I kept saying this word in my head because I used to joke around and keep saying Lecky Conversation Center. So I kept trying and I nailed it. First try, yes. Leki Conservation Center. Yeah, we went there and then we met Sua Savid. She's like super humble and sweet. Like she was amazing. I took pictures with her. So yes, I was shy at first. I didn't even want to go close to her. My start like told me you are shy. Like yes, I'm shy. And then someone went up to her and you're like, please come and get a picture. And she's like, oh, you guys can come get a picture. And like oh, and then she held me. Okay, oh I'm still starstruck. Like seriously, I can't even believe it. And let me see, what else happened? Oh my God, I had the best shawarma from Sip Lounge. I don't know, maybe it was the alcohol in my system because maybe I was like getting a little buzzed, but I still miss it. It was amazing. Um, Let me see. Oh yeah, the one thing, oh Lord, that pissed me off throughout my trip, customer service. So now I have a few stories to tell. Oh, oh my God, I got pulled over by the cops. That's the second story. So, um, you know what? Before I tell you that story, let me take a quick break. All right, so we customer service, yeah? Hmm, I think I'm, it was Casper and Gambini. So it's not like I went to one restaurant that was big, because the second one, the restaurant was, well, it was all right, but, you know. Anyways, so I'm there, and then they had this server come up to me and she like, oh hi, um, can I take your order? What would you like to drink? So I'm like, um, can I have a kamikaze? And she goes, huh? <laughs> I don't know, the story is still funny to me. But she goes, huh? I was like, I want a kamikaze. And she burst out laughing right there in front of me. So I'm there keeping a straight face because I'm wondering like what the fuck is funny? Like why are you laughing? And then she's like, oh, what's that? I'm like, it's on your menu. And then she goes, show me. Oh, my God. Like, at this point, I'm like, really? (laughs) And then she's like, my friend, because I was there with Bing Pei and one of her friends. And then they're like, oh, just show her. I'm like, "Mm uh-uh, (laughs) nuh-uh. Like... Go ask someone at the bar, and then she goes, "What did you call it again?" Whew. I'm like, "Really?" First of all, I would assume that when you work somewhere, one of the first things they will do is get you familiarized with the menu. But then, no, you just want to be silly and just be annoying. That was the first one. Anyways, I stayed there. It was a real nice place. Casandra, I mean, is nice. I think it's one of the best places I went to in Lagos, like restaurant wise. Oh no. No, that's not the best one. But yeah, anyways. Um, that was that. And then she was just being very annoying. Then the second place I went to where they were just being like that, it was Barrel Lounge. Oh, they have amazing fish there. Oh my god, it is mm. <sighs> yes. I like food. Jesus. Anyways, um, yeah. Um, we were there and Uh, It was me and my cousin, Aura Hable. And then she had... Because at first, you know, I had a list of what I wanted to eat. I think this was even like my fourth day. Oh, because right after I got into Lagos, we went to this resort by the beach. And then we stayed there for a few days. And then when we got back, that was when I was doing all of this. So on the beach, I... (sighs) beach food is sweet. And every night is like just different stuff freshly cooked by the beach. It was amazing. I went to Atacan. It's not a very clean beach. I'm gonna say that, but it was really nice and you know, it was nice. Anyways, so um back to my story with Barrow. Cause Barrow was like my first real outing from after because I got into Lagos one day, the next morning I went to the resort. So yeah. Barra was like the first time I really went out-out. So I was like, ooh, look at the menu. Yay, let me start checking off my list. So I looked on there, and then it's like, do you have this? No, they didn't have it. Do you have this? No, they didn't have it. When they finally found what I wanted, other people's stuff were on the table. So the girl comes. Now, she sees the table is full. I get it. The table is full. We're trying to clear it. But then she hands me my food in my hand. And I don't even know. I was just confused at that point because, man... I'm just tired. Like, why what are you doing that for? So now, nah, you know, I was just a fresh IJGB. So that's how I was still picking my fake, fake for phone then phone I just crossed border. Some days it will be on, some days it'll be off. But yeah, you know, like I was so upset that day and I, I was about to go off and they're like, no, told me, calm down. I'm like, calm down for what though? Like you hand me my food in my hand, like what? You know, it just really upset me and put a bad taste in my mouth with that place. I never went back, even though it was so close to me and it was somewhere that I could go a lot. And I really loved their fish, but I never went back. Um. Oh, yeah. My running with the police. So, there was that one day that I was going to this event. And I was in, I think it was Uber. Yeah. Or Taxify. One of the two. Anyways... My Uber driver, or taxify driver, anyway, my ride share driver. All of a sudden, I think he said his data finished or something. Anyways, he did not have good signal to use GPS. Now, I don't really know a lot of places in Lagos. I know I grew up in Lagos. I lived there for, what, 18 years of my life? No, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years of my life. But still, I don't know roads. Anyways, we're going there was a checkpoint. No, well, I, it was like eleven, twelve-ish. There was a checkpoint. Police stopped me. Anyways, I've not told my sister this story, so uh, now you know. Well, I've not even told anybody. Only the people that okay, only I think it was me and being paid, So only two of us that were there know. Anyways, um, yeah. So they stopped my car. I mean, my taxify, and then next thing they're talking now. Me, I'm still looking because. I'm trying to find the address of where we're going. Because in my eyes, we've been going around in circles. Number one, I'm the one paying for the ride. So you're adding to my bill. Number two, I need to be sure where I'm going. It's late. You know, let me know where I'm going. And anyway, they stop, he's like, oh, where are you going? They look in the car. Next thing, the police officer goes, hey, you. That's me. I look up with one eye, like, okay. And then he's like, why are you pressing phone while I'm talking to you? I drop my phone. I look at him I'm like, Well, I'm looking for the address of where I'm going to. Like, calm down. Damn, Jesus Christ. <laughs> at this point, I'm scared because this is like the same period where there's been all these police shootings where they are dealing with all like SARS and all of that. Now, this is not SARS, it's just street side police, but they're all the same in my own eyes. Anyways, it's like, calm down. Yeah, I'm this, this. speaking plenty English. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't feel comfortable stepping out of the vehicle. It's late. First of all, you're the only person in uniform, and all the other people here are not in uniform. So I'm not going to step out of the car. Just use going to hit the car. I said, calm down. My friend stepped out of the car. The taxi driver stepped out of the car. They're like, told me, just let's calm down. I'm like, no, I know my rights. <laughs> Now that I'm telling the story, I feel so stupid, <laughs> but I was feeling so good with myself. I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you do this. Like, no, I'm not stepping out of the car. And then they're like, how can you say you're not safe with the police? I said, well, why are you stopping me? I said, First of all, I don't even know that you're police for sure. Like, step out of the car. Friend is like, Tony, just calm down. Anyway, I came down from the car. Not like I know anybody in my mind. I picked up my phone I'm like oh, I'm gonna call somebody. I don't know anybody, there's nobody I could have called, and then oh yeah, because I've been looking for a way to pull off the whole do you know who I am? stunt because I've never done it before, but I'm still gonna do it one day. That was my chance, but I missed it because I really didn't think about it in that moment because I was scared, but I was trying to looky, you know, put on a brave face and be like, What do you mean? Do you know who I am? But I didn't get to say that. But, yeah, now they they stop me and they're like, okay, so where are you coming from? He said, I'm coming from my house. No, I wasn't coming from my house. But, yeah, I'm coming from my house. Where are you going to? I'm going to an event down the road. Like, where's the place? I said, well, if you let me go through my phone, I would have told you I was looking for this. Like, how can you say you're not safe with the police? I said, because you don't look like police officers. I see the way you're speaking to us. And then he's like, oh, well, we're the police and we just want to make sure you're safe. Do you, share, um, share say, uh-huh. Do you mind if we check your belongings? I said, huh? Do you mind if we check your belongings? I said, okay. They set my purse. Look, they're like, okay, well, you can go. Whew. That was like the craziest event in my whole trip. Like, even though I had the one time where we're driving one very funny driving, driving. I had the one time where... Someone hit the car that I was in, and the person that was driving the car wanted to come out and beat the other person. Oh Lord, it was real sweet and interesting. It was fun. I had so much fun. Um, I got to build a lot of memories with family. It was, it was really nice. Um, Lagos is ever so beautiful. Still, still beautiful. Um, I was in Lagos and Ibadan. Ibadan is like evolving. I couldn't even. Re- remember, it didn't look the same to me. It was so beautiful. And to everybody that hosted me, that I was being annoying around, I know I pissed a lot of people off while I was there. I know I also pissed a lot of people off by not seeing them. But, you know, I did not come home because of you. But it was great. And as always, be loyal to the version of me that, you know, And do not judge me by this podcast.